Hey guys, Divine Psilocybin here. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, we're going to go over some of the things that I missed on the on the last episode. Last episode was the beginner's guide to magic mushrooms, and uh, this is probably part two is what it is. Um, just some of the little things that I missed, some of the things I want to touch on, and uh, some of them might not be too important, but yeah, it'd be good to talk about them, I guess. On the second half of this episode, we'll dig more into the experience. This is like touching on more of like the intermediate type stuff. We're going to dig more into what you can do, what you should be doing, uh, how you should be trying to use the mushrooms. And I, I, I think I've got a pretty good grasp on this stuff now. Um... So uh, this week's gonna be pretty good because I've got I'm gonna have to put out another episode because I just had another trip on Friday and so uh, I'll have a trip report episode coming out here soon. Uh, lastly, I am right now thinking about creating a subscription on Spotify here. So basically I'll set up the podcast where it'll be 99 cents a month for basically I'll make a few episodes that will be video episodes and those will be for subscribers basically. And basically what I'll just do on them is I'll do something like show off some of the art that I've done on mushrooms and on LSD and some of like the trip things that I use like I've got some Native American rattles and I've got my paintings and things like that so I can show those to you I can also hopefully show you guys some of the some visuals of what I'm talking about when it comes to how to conceptualize things and so Anyways, uh, well, let's get into the podcast here. So, one of the things that I didn't talk about on the last episode that I should probably mention is age. <laughs> what? Uh, basically, I don't think anybody should take magic mushrooms unless they're over the age of 18. Um, I don't think... Well, I recommend that you not even take them until you're 21. So there's a couple things to go on about this. Um, one is the... I mentioned in the last episode how the psilocybin activates neurogenesis in your brain. Well, you know, someone that age, under 21, their brain is still growing already anyways. And so the neurogenesis is going to have a different effect on you, or it could potentially, you know, I'm not saying for sure, obviously I'm not a scientist, but based on little things that I've seen, and and obviously it just makes sense, that neurogenesis for someone that's older and whose brain has stopped growing, or stopped having that natural neurogenesis, it's it's gonna affect them differently, so... There's also something to be said about just life experiences in general and the amount of life experiences that you've had, like, like just day-to-day stuff, you know, when you're young, when, when you're still in high school, you know, and you're, and the high school is your world, things are radically different from a social dynamic from a perspective of who you are and where you fit into the world after you're out of high school I mean, all that stuff is just gone it just doesn't matter at all things like like the the way that the social dynamics are set up you know your friends in high school are the people that you are around, that you're going to classes with, that you're having lunch with. When you get older and you're out of high school, the friends that you have can change radically. And it's more based on 
you know, who you actually enjoy, like, really spending time with. You'll see when you get out of high school how, um, how basically the shallow friends will slowly start to disappear and the really solid friends will stick around. And so as, as you get older, just in general, you have less friends, um, but you have stronger friends. The friends that you have, the relationship with them is, is stronger. And that's how you know if it's, a, if it's a true friendship or not. Anyways, these experiences, those little things like that, also just work experiences, day-to-day life, paying bills, you know, having to worry about your survival on a more... Um, you know, independent based way. When you, as you get older and you experience more and more of that, I think the mushrooms play off of that better. I think the mushrooms really dig into that in a much, much more ethereal way. A much more, they just dig into that. They just get really deep into that kind of experience sometimes. And um, I've read. So I've read lots of reports, and some of them have been by kids that were like 17, 18, you know, and um, you can just tell by listening to their reports, and some of them are really good writers, and some of them know how to use descriptions pretty well, so it's, it's not like that's what's lacking, but when you're reading it, you can tell that something is missing, and that the something missing is something a little more spiritual, something a little bit more, something a little bit more, oh, not religious, I don't want to say religious, but theological, philosophical in nature, you know, there's something missing there where they're, they're digging a little bit deeper into those experiences, you know, where they, it just, there's something less to play off of that they don't have. And, and like I said, I, I think the thing that's lacking, I, I think it's some sort of spiritual thing that comes along as you get older. You know, as you age and get older and everything like that, as you're starting to really think about these things, as you're starting to realize, you know, what does my life mean and stuff like that in, in, a, more, in a more guttural way, you know? So some people talk about, right, the... The reason why some people don't find God is because they don't look low enough, you know. Uh, you, what, what that means is that means, you know, you look like grounded and inside yourself. And so anyways, we, we'll get more into that like in, in the second half. But the, the, the point is, the point is, is age, I think, is a factor. And I think ultimately, if you're under 18 definitely don't take mushrooms and if you're under 21 but over 18 eh, maybe really look at yourself and really consider it whether you think it's actually right for you or whether you should wait until you're at least 21 so um i plan on introducing mushrooms to my kid to my son uh but not until he is older not until he is you know of an age where I think it'll actually be okay for him to take them. So, uh, okay, let's, I wanted to touch again a little bit more on the addiction thing, okay? So, one of the things, these are one of those studies, this is part of what I found out while I was researching the mushrooms. There are studies, I said you can look these up yourselves, but They've done tests on rats where they've given the rats different drugs and then seen how they interact and what they will do to get the drug again. You know, um, they'll put them in mazes or they'll they'll put a, a string, tie it to their tail. Um, a, I'm sorry, a spring. They'll tie it to their tails and based on how hard the rat is pulling towards something is is how badly they want it basically it's anyways there, there are lots of studies and they're very well controlled and everything like that but i'm just giving you a few examples here but basically a rat that has been given cocaine or meth or an addictive drug like that 
like a narcotic or something like that, a rat will kill itself to get those drugs. It will literally forego its safety and its just everything else. It'll it'll forego its its well-being to get that drug if it's a an addictive drug like i said like meth or cocaine or a narcotic or something like that now they did the same tests on rats with mushrooms and they get a radically different result rats actually after they've taken mushrooms once they do not go back and take the mushrooms again uh they actually avoid eating the mushrooms again so there's a lot of conjecture on what that could mean but the point is is i'm blatantly pointing out how um mushrooms are not addictive they're not addictive you don't need them your body does not crave them or want them you know so it's a really it's kind of a really important point, you know? Like I said, you might be able to be addicted uh, psychologically to them, maybe, you know? But but you don't need them, you know? And that's a, that's a big, big difference compared to basically 95% of the other drugs that are out there, you know what I mean? Even weed has some addictive properties to it, you know? It's definitely nothing like, you know alcohol or any of the other drugs I've mentioned so far but but weed itself does have some tendency towards an addictive nature but anyways the point is is, is mushrooms do not <laughs> um, and the same would be said for uh, a couple of the other um, hallucinogens or psychedelics whatever you want to call them uh, things like LSD and also um see like dmt like these things just aren't addicting so take that uh for what it is uh lastly on this part i I also wanted to talk about um overdosing you can't overdose on mushrooms i i honestly think it's impossible to overdose on mushrooms um so uh, anything you eat has a toxic level even drinking water, right? You can drink too much water and, and and you can hurt yourself. You can eat too many apples and you can have a toxic reaction. You can also eat too many grapes and have a toxic reaction. No matter what, you can eat uh, too much of anything. So mushrooms are the same way. There, there's some chemical in there somewhere. You know, it's very minute. But if you eat too many mushrooms then eventually you could get this basically the same thing as with like apples and drinking water and whatnot but the thing is is in order to get to that level you have to eat pounds pounds of of the mushrooms and the thing about it is is you can't eat pounds of the mushrooms because as you're eating them by the time you're getting around to i mean eating any decent amount you're going to be so high you won't be able to continue eating mushrooms so as i eat them you know i have a hard time choking down the five grams because the the taste gets worse as you take them when i first started eating them you know they kind of tasted like chips but as you continue to eat them your palate recognizes this like it's like a uh it's like this dirt bitter taste that's in them it's kind of weird but anyways you can taste the mushrooms and it's uh this this taste is uh anyways it makes it sometimes hard to choke down you know five grams but uh as you're eating those five grams there's also a thing where people get nauseated when they take mushrooms some more than others i don't actually get nauseated at hardly at all i don't i i've barely ever felt that but some people get nauseated and it's just like by the time you've taken like a handful you're not going to be able to keep taking more (laughs) you're either going to be too nauseated or you're going to be um too high 
to continue taking. So you'll never get to a pound. You'll never eat a pound's worth of, of mushrooms. It's just, I think it's impossible. I think it's impossible for anybody to overdose on, um, on mushrooms. So there's that. Uh... This is less important. The next thing I want to go over, though, is um, different strains. There are different strains of magic mushrooms, okay? Well, first of all, there's different species. So, firstly, the majority of people take psilocybin cubensis. That's the name of the main strain of mushrooms that's kind of floating around that everybody knows about and everybody takes, okay? But there are other different, um, I'm sorry, species, there are different species of other of other mushrooms that do have psilocybin in them, um, like psilocybin azurescence, which was found by Paul Stamets, and there's also um, psilocybin cyanescence, and then there's also things like Amanean muscaria, which is different, so these are all different types of mushrooms, these are the species of mushrooms. But now on top of that, for psilocybin cubensis, you can break it down into strains. So imagine, like, if you're thinking of, like, a dog, right? You have the canine, which is the species, right? But then you can have, like, a German shepherd. That's the That, that would be the comparison to the strain in mushrooms. It's the type of dog it is. Or a poodle. Or a chihuahua. You know, they're all dogs. But in this case, there are different types of dogs. So now it's the same thing with the mushrooms. There's psilocybin cubensis, the dog. And then there's the different strains like Golden Teacher. Or there's Mazatec. Or there's Amazons. Or there's Penis Envy. So when you hear people talk about Penis Envy, Penis Envy is a psilocybin cubensis. And it's just different than the psilocybin cubensis Golden Teacher. So, there's lots of these different ones. Um, now, I've had quite a few discussions with a lot of people on this subject, but I am thoroughly, thoroughly convinced that the strains have different effects based on um, on which ones you take. So, if you take Golden Teachers, you'll you can still experience all the effects on all of them, but when I take Golden Teachers, I get a lot more of the time dilation effects. I get a lot more of time freezing, stopping, that kind of stuff. Whereas I get less of that on, say, um, currently I take tidal waves, you know, or yeah, that's what they're called, tidal waves. Now, when I take Amazons, I get a lot of greens, a lot of jungle feeling stuff, a lot of South American, a lot of Aztec type feelings. Whereas when I take Mazatex, I get a lot of feminine um, purples and pinks in the colors and the, of the visuals. So I'm thoroughly convinced the strains themselves are the cause of these different things because I've taken lots of them. And, you know, if you guys been listening to the podcast i mean i I, i've taken multiple um yeah multiple things of all of them multiple times and it's always similar how some affect and some don't affect you know so let's well real quick I'll, i'll just i'll actually go over what what the ones I've taken is what I've gotten out of them, right? So, like I said, Golden Teachers, lots of time effects. Uh, B pluses, I've taken B pluses. Now, B pluses give a lot of outer space effects, a lot of stars, nebulas, feeling like you're flying through space, that kind of stuff. Um, on, I said I mentioned Amazons, Amazons, lots of jungles, Aztec, uh, yeah, Aztec and. Um, like just South American type feelings and stuff like that. And then on Mazatex, I mentioned lots of feminine, lots of the visuals turn very pink and very pink and purple and just girlish colors kind of in general. Um, My favorite strain is Malabar Coasts. They're from India. Now, 
Malabar coasts have a very high spiritual feeling. Definitely like really lift up your spirit. Like it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, another thing is they also give very interesting open-eyed visuals. Your open-eyed visuals are very extreme. Lots of um, things melting. Lots of um, furniture growing and shrinking. The room will grow, shrink, it'll warp, it'll turn into, you know, like I, I had a room, one of my bedroom I was in at one point in time turned into like a fishbowl. That was really cool. Um, Treasure Coast. Treasure Coast is one of the reasons that I know that the strains do have an impact. Treasure Coasts are from Florida. Now, Treasure Coasts give almost no visuals very very little to no visuals but they really increase your emotional kind of openness like you you become a little more emotionally free and uncontrolling so uh, I don't like Treasure Coast. Treasure Coast are my least favorite strain that I've taken so far. And then recently I've been taking uh, Enigmas and Tidal Waves. Now, Tidal Waves are pretty... They're pretty basic. Uh, there's not anything really necessarily special to them as of so far that I've discovered. Enigma, on the other hand, Enigmas come along with uh, kind of a pretty heavy body feeling which is not very, um, well, it's just a little bit of a struggle to get through. Enigma, enigmas push you a little further than you might want to, and, um, so there's, there's kind of that to have to worry about. Okay, lastly, before we take a break, I want to talk about mixing with other drugs, okay? So if you're taking magic mushrooms, uh, one of the obvious easy things a lot of people do is they um you know will mix it with weed they'll smoke some weed with it or i used to take edibles with my mushrooms now i think we're gonna have a warning here basically it can using the mushrooms appropriately with weed can result in some pretty good effects i've had some really awesome experiences with both However, I think the weed, I think it relaxes you a little too much and leaves you open when you should probably be a little bit more closed and a little bit more paying attention. The weed just kind of makes the experience... Well, the weed weed cranks up the visuals, first of all, on mushrooms. Mushrooms kind of take the weed and for some reason use it to crank the visuals up even further but then also since you're feeling good on the weed you get more of that once again I don't like the word euphoric but you're feeling a little better body wise and as that's going on if something comes from the mushrooms that you should probably interact with in a very certain way maybe you should maybe you should be being tough on it or maybe you should be telling it to go away or something like that if that happens then the weed might kind of convince you to just kind of let it go or be nice or be kind or something like that you know so so my warning is use weed sparingly and use weed kind of just be careful with it you know what i mean uh i i'm to the point now i prefer to have just the mushrooms by themselves you know i don't do the weed with the mushrooms very much anymore at all the i'm gonna gonna explain an experience i had um i i assume most of you guys have heard of of this thing called sleep paralysis that people have now I didn't have sleep paralysis but I did have basically an experience where I was awoken very quickly to a dark figure a shadowy figure standing at the end of my bed right 
and the I mean it was incredibly scary it was it was like I woke up feel I felt the presence in my dream as it was coming I woke up and I saw it at the end of my bed this shadowy figure it was it was very scary and when I, I, I saw it twice but when when I had contemplated on it and everything I very much came to the conclusion that it was due to the it was due to the weed um, that is definitely what I felt and definitely what the experience seemed to have pointed to it was due to the mixing of the weed and the mushrooms or the well just having weed in general um so i think those things happen because of that um lsd lastly lsd um i don't recommend the use of lsd uh, lsd is like a lot of people have made this comparison. They've, they've said LSD is like Star Wars and mushrooms are like Lord of the Rings. And having taken both, I can I can say that's that's pretty accurate. That's that's a that's more accurate than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> on on LSD, you know, when you think of Star Wars, it's lasers and it's um, explosions. Uh, fast pace it's not very it's not very you know theological or it's not very you know theological or philosophical it's basically there's good guys and there's bad guys and they're fighting and like i said action lasers things like that that's what lsd is like star wars whereas the mushrooms the mushrooms are very much a journey. It's a journey where you're you're traveling through lands that are more grounded and they're grounded in philosophy and theology and grounded within your thinking. They are yeah, just more grounded, I guess is is, is the right word. I mean, you just you, when you think of Lord of the Rings, you know, it's like magic and elves and dwarves like giant statues and ruins castles that's kind of that's the stuff that you get on on the um on the mushrooms versus the lsd so here's the example of my specific experiences i often see dragons i see a lot of dragons um on LSD, one of the images I had of a dragon, it was like the decal of a dragon. It was just like a picture. It was very. It was a flat image, like you would see like an icon. You know, you look on your phone, you look at an app icon. You know, that's what this dragon looked like. It was just flat red with like you know spikes coming off its back and everything. But it, it was very. Is very much looked like a decal. On mushrooms, the dragons I see are big, massive, detailed, um, moving in a realistic way. They look real, and they're like flying like around me and above me, and like all sorts of stuff like that. So that that's the difference right there. So. Anyways, uh, we're almost at 30 minutes here. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to come back and we'll get more into how to control a mushroom trip or what I think you should be doing and how to move about in in the realm, you know, and and what that means, you know, what even that means of moving about in in the spirit realm or the realm of the mushrooms or the realm of ideas, whatever you want to call it. But um, we'll get more into that stuff. Here back. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, I'm gonna try to keep this 
beginner level, but um, we're we might be kind of pushing into some of the intermediate level type stuff. Basically, I want to try to describe to you how to control the trip, or the best way to control the trip, and I want to explain it to you without without telling you where to go, but just instead teaching you how to go. Um, a lot of my podcasts you can listen to, and a lot of it I'm telling you where I'm going. You know, I mean, I, I've thrown in there obviously how I believe is the way that I go into those directions, but I also tell you what I find, and that that's a big part of my podcast. But in this case right here, what I want to just do in this segment is I want to I want to tell you how to steer the ship you know <laughs> how to how to control the trip right because we find out we find out when we're taking mushrooms we find out that you can control the trip because we end up having a really bad trip basically at some point in time it's just it's, it's kind of inevitable but you at some point in time you will have a bad trip when you have the bad trip, you realize this is the way that you get over it and you stop having bad trips. You realize that it's your fault. You realize that it's all on you, that you're the one that that can control it. You're the one. It's something that you did that caused the bad trip. Either, you know, you saw something maybe and you focused on it. Maybe, maybe it made you feel a certain way. And you chose to dive into that further instead of telling it to go away, you know, or you were concentrating on something that you shouldn't have been concentrating on, or you were thinking of something that you shouldn't have been thinking on, or, you know, you have some, you know, you have inside of you, obviously, a myriad of, you know, feelings that range from good to bad, you know, and, and when you have the bad feelings, you can concentrate on those and you can hold on to those and, and, um, they'll create a really, really bad trip. Um, but if you hold on to the good ideas and the good things, then it'll provide you a good trip. (laughs) It's very, it's very much, which way am I going to go? The, the analogy is of the tree, right? A lot of people talk about this, the tree of life, right? See, when you take the mushrooms, you... the this I'm using metaphor here, and I'm using a, an analogy. I'm using a, a parable. You, you enter into the spirit realm, and you're on the tree of life, right? You can choose to go up or down... And you can choose to go down this branch or that branch, or you can choose to go down these roots or those roots. You can choose which direction you want to go on this tree. And it's all directed by your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. And the more you control your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts, the better you can go down certain directions, you know. And... So let's let's take the let's take an example here. Let's let's say we want to talk about music, okay? While you're while you're tripping and you're contemplating music, right? Maybe you can you start off with like just the basic like what is music? Music is like sound that's pleasing to the ear. And then from there you you can say, well, the sounds are can be high or they can be low. Know, and then you can say certain mixes of those sounds create better songs than others. And so then you can sit there and you can think of maybe there's genres of music. That's the next thought. And so from there you're thinking about rock and roll or you can think about classical music or you can think about jazz or you can think about hip-hop and rap. or So you can sit there 
see you you're going down a branch of thoughts you started with music and now you've arrived arrived at genres so now now we keep going we can think about rock and roll and then we can think about subgenres of rock and roll maybe there's you know alternative rock there's classic rock there's heavy metal there's <clears throat> you know punk rock and you can sit there and now you can go down well let's go down the classic rock branch so now we're thinking of classic rock bands maybe maybe we're thinking of you know uh Def Leppard or the Eagles or um I I don't know the 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 point is though and and then from there you can think of like their individual songs or, or maybe their individual albums or their band members or the specific sound that they've captured but the, see the point is, is 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 you start at one place with an idea a, a kind of a broad idea and you continually go down that branch which it the branch does get narrower and narrower as you keep going but it leads you to a, to some place you're no longer where you started at where you started at was base music what is music versus where you end at maybe on a specific eagles song that you really like like hotel california or something like that so you come come to a final thing and then the hotel california has it's all sorts of you know what does it mean you know and then you can drive more from there and you can keep picking it apart and keep going further and further down branches and see some some songs don't have a lot of lot to them and so the branch just kind of ends off there there are thoughts like that the analogy of the tree is really good and it's you know it's obviously the one that most people use but when you're thinking you know sometimes you'll come to an end of a branch you know sometimes you'll come to a conclusion and you'll be like well that's the end of that branch you know there's not much more to dig out of there but sometimes you'll come to branches that'll just keep going and going and going further you know and so those are the fun ones and and, and that's what you're kind of supposed to be doing on mushrooms you know you're supposed to be uh going down these pathways pathways you're on these journeys of like thought or it doesn't have to be specific thoughts it can be more like broad like maybe you want to think about contemplate peace like what does it mean to feel at peace and so then what you're concentrating on is the feeling you know and as you're concentrating on that you're feeling that you know it'll grow so it doesn't have to be just purely like a thought process in your brain it could be it could be feelings it could be emotions it could be just it, it, anything like that it it could be um you can contemplate big things like you know the seven deadly sins you know and so that that's a way that leads down you know or you can think about virtues you know that's a way that brings up and so and some of them especially as you get further along some of them you can mix together certain things sometimes you'll need both sometimes you'll need your feelings and your thoughts to come together in order to create a certain you know very specific direction or pathway that you want to go down so all this to say is it's it's you you're the one in control right you're the one who can control the trip you're the one who can guide it you know and make sure that you go in the direction you want to go now uh i mean like some obvious things that really really help is just setting up your trip room right and just making sure that things around you look how you want them to look this you know that set and setting thing you know it's like you want to have this idea already in your head before you even start tripping before you take the mushrooms you want to have this idea of what direction do i want to go down like i said peace that is the one that i did um my last trip just a few nights ago i decided to concentrate on feeling at peace you know quieting my mind and feeling at peace and so as i started tripping as i took the mushrooms i immediately started thinking of that i immediately started working in that direction and you know it led me right to where i wanted to be you know and so if you're 
if you prior to taking the mushrooms are in a scary place you know then your trip is going to be scary if you're in a beautiful place then your trip is going to be beautiful if your trip is you know or if you're driving around randomly this is why i say you don't do it then what's going to come up is going to be random things you know um you want to concentrate on and you want to have the things around you that are going to you know lead down that direction and it should be it should be fairly obvious but the 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 point is is that thoughts connect right when you have a thought it'll connect to another thought that will connect to another thought and so that's what you want to do when you set up your trip room you see you sit there set up beautiful candles that reminds you of something have some nice smelling candles that remind you of something that you really like to smell you know like so maybe get some out, out some ocean candles or some forest candles or something like that and so when you smell it it'll you know if you know that that smell puts you at peace then you know when you smell it your mind while you're tripping is going to be able to play off of that and run with it you know so basically what the mushrooms do is they kind of open up this your mind to travel down these pathways more directly and uh with more control obviously throughout the day i don't know how most people are but throughout the day for me my mind you know it's kind of all over the place i'm worrying about what i got to do you know i'm worried about you know uh how i got to get things done i'm when i contemplate things throughout the day you know it's it's kind of random you know i just kind of random thoughts here and there you know about this or that and and maybe i can think and try to concentrate on a certain thought for a little while but with the mushrooms you can concentrate on those thoughts for longer periods of time and you can stretch them out and you can hold on to them and not let them go and so you can keep going down a specific path and so back to the analogy on the tree there's there's all sorts of things that you can find on these pathways as you're thinking down certain pathways you can run into like there's there's like snakes on the tree, you know, guarding down certain paths and then down that path there might be a fruit at the end, of, you know, hanging off the at the end of the branch, you know, and that's the fruit you want to get to. This is how you how you confront things like your depression or your or if you have PTSD, this is how you confront it. You you go down this branch where you know that the depression is or the um you know or or your or your PTSD problem is and you confront it and you sit there and once you confront it you get it out of the way and there's the fruit at the end you know the fruit that is going to that you can bring back to your life you know when you're not high and then gain back your control <laughs> you know i don't know something like that um it sounds a little little cheesy and a little um <laughs> i don't know a little bit what a therapist would say but the, the 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 point is is i i well let me let me shift to another analogy i like i like the analogy this is an analogy i recently came up with of the ocean right so taking mushrooms is kind of like going swimming in the ocean right it's like when you first take the mushrooms the first time a couple times you're learning how to swim in the ocean and as you get into the ocean you're going to see that there's all sorts of things out there there's whales and sharks and octopuses and there's um dolphins and and there there's sea urchins and there's kelp and there's you know turtles and otters and just any, anything you can think of right and so as you're taking the mushrooms and as you're going swimming in the ocean right this is an analogy here i'm i'm comparing the two things as you're continuing to swim in the ocean you're learning about how things are there you're you're learning about ideas and you're finding out which ideas are good and which ones are bad and you know and and 
how to interact with them and you know a shark could bite you but then also you could you know sharks are kind of beautiful and some people swim with sharks you know <laughs> so um it's all you know you learning to steer you, you know the trip it's learning how to control it and so it's definitely something that can be done um it's definitely something that i do now every time i trip when i trip you know i'm very much concentrating on the things that i want to concentrate on the things where i want my mind to go and i'm learning the things that i want to learn about you know and and it's it can lead to some pretty amazing things and um you know on my next uh my next episode I'm going to give my last trip report here from uh from Friday and it's it's interesting once you know how to steer you can find all sorts of just like cool things that are just you know and 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 hidden places and secret places and it's uh and once again I'm I'm trying to I'm uh, I would still like to keep this beginner level. I'm I'm starting to get really off into the advanced stuff right now. But um I'm just kind of letting you know where you can go. You you can go pretty much anywhere you want to go. You can concentrate on anything you want to concentrate on, you know, and and that's where you'll end up, you know, if you have a goal in mind, you know, or you know, the they say you know ask and you will receive you know is this kind of the idea not a knock and the door will open that is really actually how it works when you're on mushrooms you know this is this is why i call it the spirit realm why i call it the spirit realm um i think it's why a lot of people call it the spirit realm is is it works very much just how you would expect it to work you know it's it's this magical place where there's dragons and <laughs> there's there's treasures and just all sorts of stuff and um like i said i have to use these analogies this is why this this section why this segment right here has been so hard to record i've already tried to record it several times this is why it's so hard is because these words that i'm having to use i have to use analogies in order to compare it to what's actually happening you know so as you're starting out look concentrate on having a little bit of fun concentrate on being in awe of what you see and what you experience and as you if you do that if you treat the mushrooms with a little bit of respect and then you know if you're looking for fun and to be in awe they're going to give it to you you know it's uh it's not until you do something where you're going to get a bad trip you know the avoidance of the bad trip is is keeping them keeping the respect of the mushrooms and then keeping uh the uh, your eyes on where you want to go and what you want to concentrate on and find out and and it's interesting when you do this you will figure out that there are some places that you thought you wanted to go and when you get there you will not like it <laughs> you know there are some places some branches do not lead to good things you know some some branches lead down you know some some things are roots sometimes you think that this might lead to a good direction but really all it's doing is leading you down and so as you concentrate on those things you'll find out you'll figure it out you know like i said there are there are some things that clearly lead up and there are some things that clearly lead down and as you are continuing to do this as you continue to explore out you'll continue to see what leads up and what leads down you know and so and then you'll be able to determine which direction you want to go and um the tree has a top and the tree has a bottom as well so you know keep that in mind <laughs> and uh it's a lot further down than you think it's also a lot higher than you think you know so anyways i i hope some of this made sense you know these these segments are really hard for me to record cuz they just like i said analogies and parables and 
all abound. And so I hope it all made sense. Um, you know, I do feel like I am repeating some of the same stuff that I, I guess I've, I've said many times before, but you know, I'm just trying to find new ways to say them so that more people can, um, understand it better. You know, if, uh, as if I can come up with more analogies other than like, you know, I just recently came up with the ocean analogy. If I can come up with more analogies like that, hopefully one of them will click better with some people than with others, you know, and, and so hopefully more people can understand what's going on, you know, oh, try to open up your mind to how we describe things, how we use language, right? We use language to communicate ideas to each other. Well, some ideas or some experiences are beyond language, and those experiences and ideas that are beyond language, because they're so hard to capture, because they're so hard to bring back, you know, and, and, and tell other people about, um, we have to use the words that we do have that people do understand, right? So, you know, if someone just an ocean analogy might click with them maybe the tree of life analogy might click with them maybe the maybe space you know flying through space in a rocket ship might click with them you know and so it's it's almost like a secret language and i've i've said this before this is my this is one of my other analogies of how to do it 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 almost is a secret language it is a comparison of things how things are like each other you know I say, you know, this is like that. And so then you, you sit there and you can think about the, the first thing and you can drive out the, the second thing that I'm trying to describe. And so hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're still listening, I would, uh, I'd love if you guys could help me out with either a rating or if you guys want to contact me or if you guys want to give me like a review maybe even some criticism uh my email is just divine psilocybin at gmail.com just that's it just divine psilocybin at gmail.com uh like i said i'm also planning right now on trying to do a subscription for the podcast so what we'll try to do is 9.99 a month and i will put out some video episodes that will be only for the subscribers and so uh also of course if you just want to support me that'd be great but anyways um so that's the current plans and the work and uh we got one more episode coming this week which will be my last trip episode so looking forward to that all right thanks guys very much for listening i I, like i said i hope everything made sense (laughs) you guys have a good night